We come to this place for magic. We come to pop pull review, to laugh, to cry, to drink. Because we need that, all of us. That indescribable feeling we get when we hit the play button and go somewhere we've never been before. Sound that I can feel. Somehow, heartbreak feels good in a place like this. Not just entertained, but somehow reborn. Together. Pop Poor Review. We make movie podcasts better. What's along what you can and cannot say on a billboard? I assume you can't say nothing defamatory and you can't say fuck, piss, or cunt. That right? Or anus? I think I'll be all right then. I guess you're Angela Hayes' mother. That's right. Angela Hayes' mother. Welcome and or welcome back. Have you popped open a beer or poured yourself a glass of wine yet? Because you're listening to Pop Poor Review with Jimmy Chico. Hi. Kelly Gong. Hi. And myself, Matt Chico. We are the movie podcast where we journey through the IMDb Top 250 list. If you don't have a drink yet, you can try today's inspired drink based off the based off number 165, three billboards outside Epping, Missouri. The drink today is called not one, but three. It's whiskey. Almond liqueur and cranberry juice. Welcome, everyone. How are you? Oh, are you waiting for us to? No, I no, just. I'm, 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 I'm doing good. Okay, I, I just wanted to make sure everyone was okay today. Uh, the director, Martin McDonough. I'm not okay, <laughs> but I'm doing good. Is it a specific day that we wouldn't be okay? <laughs> I don't know why I said that. <laughs> it's okay to not be okay. So, direct the director for this movie is Martin McDonough. Writer, Martin McDonough, starring Francis McDormand, Sam Rockwell, and Woody Harrelson. The IMDb rating is eight point one. To compare it to Rotten Tomatoes, the critics gave it 90%. The audience gave it 87%. The box office was $55 million, not adjusted for inflation. And worldwide, $161 million. Jimmy, do you know the Oscars? Do you know which what, which ones they won? Because they were nominated for one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Didn't it win for screenplay, actress, and supporting actor? You were incorrect. It won for actress for France McDormand. It won for Sam Rockwell for supporting actor. But it was nominated for score, editing, screenplay. Woody Harrelson for Best Supporting Actor and Best Picture. Wait, it didn't win for Best Screenplay? You can double check if you want. Well, it won for Best Screenplay that year. Oh, Jordan Peele won for Get, Get Out. Out. Well, I mean. Excuse me, you said that's like one of your favorite movies. Yeah, it is. I completely forgot that was that year. I wow. am disgusted. Well, that was a good year, actually. That's the year of Lady Bird. That was the year of Shape of Water. That was the year of Three Billboards. That was the year I watched every single Every single best. What was picture. best picture? Just before we move on, sorry, I want to hear the all shape of, of water. No, no, no. I mean, like the nominees. The Did nominees you? are the shape of water, darkest hour, Dunkirk, Get Out, Lady Bird, Phantom Thread, The Post, Three Billboards Outside of Evan, Missouri. I did not see. The Phantom Thread. I enjoyed the Phantom Thread. Everyone, everyone, right. this is now a Phantom Thread podcast. It's not. It's it was no, because right. then you'll be by yourself. Yeah. So, um, movies at one. The movies at one hundred and sixty-five. Let's start how we usually do. Jimmy, do you think it should be at? Do you think it should be on the list one and two? Should it be on? Should it be at one hundred and sixty-five or should it be higher? Should it be lower? It should be on the list. I don't know where it should be i you know what because i don't know where it should be i think it's at the right spot well you know for sure it's not in the top 50 yeah or even the top 100 yeah so i think it's in the right spot it's right right in that middle <laughs> he's at the break it down kelly top 50 no top 100 no bottom bottom 100 no okay then it's in the good spot um sorry what were you saying i talked over you i don't remember okay kelly do you think it should be on the list 
I think it should be on the list. It should be at 165, higher, lower. What do you think? Lower. To be quite honest, I'm surprised it's actually in like between 100 and 200. I would expect it to be in like the 200s, to be honest. Really? I See, I, I think it should be on the list, but I also, I think even if it was a little, if it's anywhere below 100, I think I'd be fine with this movie. I'm not saying I don't like it. I actually really enjoy this movie. It's just, I don't like find it to be any quite different than like movies and you know the type of genre and mm-hmm. it's kind of in like i don't really see it much different than from uh manchester by the sea you know those type of vibes but isn't that like much more depressing or are you just saying like the vibe like just like the story itself yeah like the tone and everything so that's well, the why the tone's very different no i think the tone's different in manchester by the sea that's like this. depressing as fuck that movie this one has like a kind of a balance i thought kind I, of I but just... like though like the category of the type of story it is. Okay. Were you, sorry, what were you going to say? What? Like movies with the town in the title? What? No, it's about loss and grief. I don't know. What? What? What, what do you mean, I don't know? I, I just don't... It's about what would you do? They're what about loss do? and grief, but I feel like they're completely different movies. Like, I feel like this is more of a dramedy. Than she's, Manchester by but the But she's sea. saying that the, 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 the type of story. The type is. of story. It's totally different movies, but the story resembles similar themes, she's saying. I think so, right? It's like small town, you know, small town, something tragic happens, and, you know, people vilify or vilifying a parent and stuff like that. You know, like, it's like, I can, it's like, I would be like, okay, it's kind of like it, like, just the type of story it is. I, I, I don't necessarily fully agree, but I understand what you're saying. Yeah. So, like, that's f- what I get, like, for me. Like, I like Three Billboards way more than Manchester by the Sea, but I agree it's on the list. I just don't know if it should be, like, 165. Is Manchester even on 250 list? I don't think so. Probably He's, not. That's, like, so IMDb. depressing. <laughs> well, there's some suppre- um, Schindler's List is on. Well, Schindler's List is Schindler's List. No, I'm just like. saying, but there's depressing movies on IMDb Top 250. But I don't know. I I, I think I for, I think when I first saw this movie, I was like, oh, it's good. But like re I think rewatching it. You two were not big fans of it, it the first not, time it came out. It's I, not on it. Okay. I really liked it when it first came out. You two actually were like, it's okay, but we're not huge fans of it. That's yeah. I remember being like, oh, it's good. Like, but I wasn't like, it shouldn't win Best Picture. And now. You were upset that it won Best Picture because you wanted Get Out. No, him. No, it didn't win. It didn't I, mean, was, I mean, Shape of Water. You were like... I thought Get Out should have won that year. That you was were, the better of the Yeah, but you were very films. upset that Three Billboards was even really nominated. And now I disagree with that because it's probably better than Shape of Water. Because I literally remember that we had so many conversations about it and you were just like, I think Three Billboards is such a generic movie. It's not. It's much better. Oh, no, it's definitely better on a rewatch. But that's I actually was going to ask that question later on, but I can ask it now. Because that was this was supposed to win. I feel like this was like the front runner. This was like this is winning whatever in the Shape of Water one. Jimmy kind of answered already. Do you think Shape of which one do you think now looking back should have won? Which one do you like better? Neither of them because Get Out should have won that. Okay, year. but then which one do you like better? Three billboards. Three billboards. Kelly. I'd have to watch Shape of Water again. In all honesty, from what I haven't I'm, seen it in a very long time. From what I remember of Shape of Water, I think I still like Shape of Water better, but. Three billboards, I think I just, like, picked up on a lot more, like, a lot more nuances of what they were doing in that movie, which I was like, wow, this is actually a very good movie. I think that has to do with the actual social atmosphere that we we are in right now. That's it's true. Like, I was just going to say we're older, and the political climate is much different, and we're actually, like, you know, 
more, more it sounds really bad but more aware what's going on that's true i guess maybe maybe that's what it is too i think three, three billboards resonates a lot more now considering like three billboards came out what was it 20 i forgot 2017 that's like six years ago now that's crazy <laughs> that's six years ago now and the political climate like jimmy just said is so different so i think three billboards resonates a lot more compared to when it first came out because like like you like i said like when you guys first re- watched that i remember that you guys weren't super impressed with it mm-hmm. so, but now like you know considering everything that you know because like everything's a shit fire <laughs> it's it's yeah i appreciate it a lot more it's it's you you just uh appreciate it more and it's you pick up on you appreciate fil- the, the realism and the, the realism humanism. and the humanism and just even like just like the fi- like even just the filmmaking of it too. I think I appreciate it a little more than when I saw it back then. Maybe knowing more and all that stuff. So it, I was I was pleasantly surprised. Cause I remember I was like, yeah, this movie was okay. Like when we picked it when we picked it for today's episode, I'm like, ah, like it's good. But like I don't know. I was hoping for like a like a. I think we were in between a couple like really good movies. So I'm like, oh damn. And I was like, no, nah, this is a good movie. Yeah, well, also considering that 2017, like, we just read off the best pictures, minus Phantom Thread, like, we all, I saw almost all of those, Mm -hmm. and I was highly impressed by every single one of those. I think I enjoyed every single, besides Phantom Thread, because I didn't see it, I enjoyed every single movie on that list. I agree with you, except for, like, Dunkirk and Darkest Hour weren't my favorites, but everything, it was a pretty, overall, it was a good year. Dunkirk was the weakest one out of them all, the ones I saw. Mm -hmm. I liked the Darkest Hour. Yeah, it wasn't bad. It was just, yeah, but, like, they had really, you had really good highs that year. Um, Also, going forward, I'm also, I'm only referring to this as three billboards, so there's no more outside Ebbing, Missouri. We've literally not said the entire I know, so that's why I just wanted to clarify (laughs) that. But that's my favorite, my my favorite parts of the Ebbing, Missouri. So, that's when I go into that, that's when I go into my southern accent. Well, okay, so Jimmy, actually, why don't you... To be clear, Jimmy is not southern. We have southern roots. Mm. Your family does. You guys are not from the south so are, it's not the same we are from the south we get coffee and bagels if you combine <laughs> the amount of time we were in the south that's, that's a lot water. of time that's like no you guys cannot <laughs> do a that a lot of time yeah, well, we're that. down there that everyone's like next time hannah's on i'm gonna ask her horrifying. if this counts and she's probably gonna be like fucking no the true southern yeah. everyone's like yes sir even your no, cousin ma'am. nicole is like, more southern you than you guys because she's in florida well she's florida florida's more south yeah florida's technically yes technically yes but jimmy from a geographical standpoint why don't you we've been talking about for a while why don't you tell us what three billboards is about should i do this in southern accent no okay you, I feel like you'll sound like Forrest Gump. You could try. Like you'll sound like you're but having like, a, a problem. If we immediately ax it, you you just need to stop. Okay, try it. Try it. Let's he just has, give him a he chance. Has, so he's going to be like, I have to move. Papayas without a culprit. No, no. Daughter's no, read it real. Case. Read it real. Wait, what? Is that really? Are you actually trying? No, for the Forrest Gump accent is the first thing that comes to mind. After months have passed without a culprit in her daughter's murder case. Mildred Hayes makes a bold move, painting three signs leading into... Okay, I'm sorry. I have to start this over again. They're billboards. They're not signs. It's literally the title of the movie. So I have to restart this. Okay. (laughs) After months have passed without a culprit in her daughter's murder case, Mildred Hayes makes a bold move, painting three billboards leading into her town with a controversial message directed at William Willoughby, the town's revered chief of police. When Dixon, one of his officers, an immature mama's boy with a penchant for violence, gets involved, the battle between Mildred and Ebbing's law enforcement is overly exacerbated. Only exacerbated. Only exacerbated. What did you say? 
Okay, you said exacerbated, like masturbated. <laughs> no, but you said you also like said a completely different word than only. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what I, I was like. There's no other word I to was, say. I was, you know why? Because at the end I was like, I did that so well. <laughs> so just some shotguns about the film. That's scary. No. Oh. Had a chill. Oh. Number one, writer and director Martin McDonough was inspired to write this movie after seeing billboards about an unsolved crime while traveling down south. Have you ever seen a... I've never seen a billboard like I've like seen that. billboards for like sex shops down south. Well, yes. I've seen that. I've seen guns. I've seen lawyers. I've seen like that. I've never seen like this person has like murdered my child. You know child. what it is? You know what it is? It's, it's like when you're driving down like one of the old parkway. Okay. Down in where I, we go down south. It's in the middle of nowhere. And yes, we do take roads that I guess have kind of been abandoned due to the interstates down there. And yes, you will see a billboard that's like... Hey, that looks like it's from seventy years ago, and everyone's forgotten about it. So I get it because that's what this was. This but was I've a, never seen. I'm saying I've never seen one with like a like with this subject matter. Well, you're not looking. You're not. You're not paying I attention. Guess, well, it's I only been like so. televised like once. Like this is based off one true story. I don't think it's something that's a habit. Well, no, I'm just saying like I can see people doing that. Like they're. I mean, I can. I think they. I've read a couple of things where there people have done that. I'm just saying like. I've never seen. I was wondering if youth have passed a billboard like no. that. I don't know. No. 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 Maybe up here in New York. Who knows? Definitely not. Um, number two, the Google Street View van was traveling through Silva, North Carolina while primary filming was underway. On Google Street View, there is an ample evidence of the crew, including set decoration, second assistant directors, gaffers, and property properties working on the south side of Main Street. I looked. They're not, they updated it. It has Aww. since been removed or updated. <laughs> since six years ago. <laughs> oh, my god! I was, like, kind of hoping. I'm, like, because they said, like, they were putting up the, like, the uh, the police department when it's all burned down. So it looks like there's just, like, a burning, like, a burned down building. I'm, like, mm-hmm. oh, that's kind of cool to see. But, uh, and then number three, Frances McDormand's Oscar for Best Actress, which she received for this film. Wait. Well, obviously, if she got, okay. Her Oscar for this film, Frances McDormand's, uh, was stolen and immediately retrieved the day after the award ceremony. I did yes, not know I about that. Yes, I knew that. Did you hear about this, Kelly? No, I don't remember it. That's if why, I did, I, I don't. I don't remember it either. That's why I was kind of. Why was it stolen? We don't know the why. No, Jimmy, okay. do you know the why? No, I just remember it was stolen. They were like, "It's stolen," and then all of a sudden, they're like, "Okay, we found it." Well, if you're listening, you know how it was stolen. Please contact us. We'll be this right back. Unsolved mysteries. Now it's we'll put, we'll put a bill we'll put a billboard up. Who have you seen who, this Oscar? Who stole this Oscar? Stolen, even though it was returned. Stolen while one <laughs> and no suspects. How come FBI? How come Academy? Academy. The Academy. The, Academy? the Oscar. Okay. On that note, we'll be right back. Hi, I'm Nate, and I'm Andrew, and we are the hosts of Two Beards Please podcast him if he'd ever done this before he said that he had so you're asking these questions while you're on the operating table just before we start right so you didn't think to ask these questions nah, like in a consultation visit i really or didn't care i just wanted lines. to roll along the hot knife cauterization <laughs> as long as i could i also had some adults come to my door not with kids did you give them candy i did what's wrong with you what they deserve apples <laughs> <laughs> my favorite comedy movie that I could think of in four hours when some idiot says, what's your favorite four comedy movies of all time? <laughs> okay. This beardy is based on a limited amount of time, and I only had two beers. <laughs> <laughs> laugh with us or laugh at us. Either way, you're laughing, and we're responsible. 
Find all of the links to our social media as well as major listening platforms on our website, twobeardsplease.com. And we're back. I pressed the wrong button. That was so funny. <laughs> <laughs> I pressed the wrong button as we went out. It was, and I just went with it. I like anyway. saw your face and you're just like, I was just like, why is he making that face? It's like literally like Matt, you obviously no one can see it, but he made a face like I did something wrong. <laughs> like he just <laughs> shit the bed. I, yeah. Like mm-hmm. he just shit the bed. Okay. So where do you want to start? Jimmy? Any, 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 any ideas? Any well, thoughts? I like Samara weaving in this film. <laughs> Oh my god! No, this is only funny because, because I, 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 I also her scenes were like the like I guess she was the comedic relief in this movie. She was actually funny in this because movie. she's there like where's like the zookeeper and she's like I'm right here but I need to pee like it was she was just so random. I what a little character. A lot of actors that I didn't realize. Yes, uh, Catherine, Catherine Newton. Newton had one scene. John Hawks I forgot was in this movie. Um, uh, Samara Weaving. Uh, Little guy from Lord Peter, of, Lord Peter of the Dinklage. Rings. I was no. say, Game, of Thrones. Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. Peter Dinklage was in it. Um, the guy. Uh, oh, oh, the oh, the the guy. Abby Cornish. <laughs> oh yeah, Abby, Abby Cornish. Cornish was in it. Uh, oh my God, who played the guy who put up the billboard? He was in Get Out. He was also in X Men First Class. Yes, I don't um, remember his name. I no, don't know his name. I think that's a different person. What? Yeah, the guy who put up the billboards is the guy from X Men First no. Class. He played Banshee. Why are you saying no? No. He was also in Get Out. Yeah, he was also like, in Get was Out. Was he in Atlanta? I don't know. You literally, we know. literally give you two movies that he's a hundred percent in. You keep saying no, but he's definitely in them. And then you bring up Atlanta. He may be in Atlanta. I and don't then know. I don't watch Atlanta. I'm trying to think who else was. Oh, um, oh, the guy's mother from It's Always Sunny. Mm-hmm. Napoleon Dynamite's aunt. Mm-hmm. There was just a lot of people that I was like, oh. There. Oh, um, Lucas Hedges was in it. I Lucas Hedges, and that was when he was like, you know, I forgot about doing stuff. Uh, what do you mean he's not doing stuff anymore? I haven't seen him in a uh, while. I think he does like really indie movies now. I think the last thing I saw him in was Waves. Oh, Such a good movie. Waves. Samara Weaving, though, I forgot she was in it too. And I texted Jimmy. I was like, "Is Samara Weaving in this fucking movie?" And he was like, "Yes, yes, she is." And I was like. I've officially watched as a brunette too. As a brunette, I've watched every movie Samara Weaving has been in, like unintentionally, and I'm just like, and I've liked every single one of them. I don't think there's one Samara Weaving movie that I've seen that I have not liked. She's a good actress. Damn. But I have no. You brought this. You uh, maybe remember this when you said she was the comedic relief. A lot of I was reading a lot of the reviews. A lot of people did not like that this movie, with the subject matter it was, had so much comedy. Like literally, one was like. Uh, it was titled Missouri Burning, but it was like, sure, it's funny. Should it have been? And I was like, oh, okay. And people are like, it was too absurd, and the tonal shifts, and the screenplay wasn't there. Do you do you think that it was a weird tone, this movie? No, because I've seen some of his other movies. I've actually, besides uh, Banshees of Inishirin, I've seen all his movies, Martin McDonough. That's so funny, because I've only seen Banshees of Inishirin um, and nothing else. So, in Bruges is funny 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 and then it's like depressing uh seven psychopaths is actually just a funny well, movie banshee of sharon it's it's a there's a it's a comedy but that gets like there's dark moments to it well comedy is subjective no com comedy is usually but the thing is is that the comedy in this sorry jimmy work. to cut you off it it wasn't in poor taste yeah it fit with the vibe that they were going for like, like it's like Life, they, it's always yeah. yeah. 
like you they made jokes but it wasn't like uh, not tasteful if what i'm saying no like, I, I i agree that the, i think the tone the movie wouldn't have been as good as it was if it didn't have this tone i think you needed to sometimes like literally like there's some scenes where it's like really dark and you're like feeling really bad for france mcdormand and then it goes to a scene where she walks uh samara samara weaving walks in like they're talking about like are they talking about like animal poop yeah. 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 It's like, I feel like, and Martin McDonough, I think his, I'm realizing the more I see of his movies, I've only seen a couple, but like, he knows how to f- do that fine line. He also knows how to make his characters very, feel very real. So it just feels like something you've seen before. It's very, com- like, in a weird way, comforting. It's not, yeah. It's also like this type of movie. Yes, it's about grief. Something terrible happens in it, but it's also about the process of her kind of getting over it to an extent. Mm-hmm. And, like, you know, and then Sam Rockwell's character, Dixon, like, growing. So there's growth in it. And in order to show growth, there has to be a little bit of positivity. It can't be all completely dour and grim. Personally, I would have... This movie probably would have been really difficult to watch. Like, Manchester by the Sea, completely sad. I was just going to say it would have been, like, a Manchester by the Sea Or another one, like, even though this is completely different. Blue Valentine, completely depressing Mm -hmm. 100% of the time. Which I do love. I do need to watch that movie. Blue Valentine is really good, but it is extremely depressing. It's a very downer movie. Yeah. Now, what did now? Because like a lot of another thing with with it had to do with like the writing and stuff like that and the tone. People really did not like the ending. How there wasn't a definitive ending, and how it kind of just was like, it was like these both people are both bad. Like they they didn't like it wasn't like a it was a like they didn't feel kosher with the ending i'll just say like they wanted a happy ending you didn't get a happy who ending who needs a happy ending i mean it's you, not necessary you know what it could be a happy ending because they're going to get that guy well they're saying it was because it's like it's like they're going to kill someone like it had it was just like a it it was it was just very they felt very random in here this is what the person said they're like when i entered the theater oh no this is the wrong one hold on okay the movie's ending is garbage yup it's absolute garbage and half-assed attempts at resolving the plot that seems to keep thickening very disappointed by this movie. Wish this is this might be my favorite line of any review. I wish I hadn't bought the bloody 4K version on the release date. What a letdown! I'm like, why the fuck did you buy it? <laughs> yeah, why you would you do that? You just rent it. <laughs> it's or like me and Jimmy when we when we bought Scoob and we're like, oh, oh that was a waste of money. <laughs> God, so painful. We're like, it's only five dollars more. But to our defense, <laughs> it was the same price, and we it was renting. And it was COVID. This man probably or woman. Went out and bought a 4K copy. Decided, i never seen this movie. Let me just buy the 4K copy. Well, to Jesus. be honest, when I went to go rent this, there was only a dollar more to buy it, and I bought it. Which is fine now, but it's also like, if he did that, that was like 2017, 2018. Like, 4K movies are fucking expensive. It was also like $5. Like, come and, on. And this way, I could share the joy with the rest of you guys. I was also, you know. Oh, is that, that, oh, is that is how that we why had you were it? Able I thought we bought it, it already. No. Oh, I, I was thought we so bought confused. it already. I, I was like, is this on Apple TV? And I was like, how am I just watching this? And I was like, okay. I didn't get a thank you text from either. I didn't you. know you bought it. I thought we, I thought we like just took the digital download when we bought the movie. I, no, yeah, I, I thought you was. bought it. Oh, okay. Well, you know, you didn't tell us that part. I thought you just, I thought it was a digital download or for some reason it was streaming on Apple TV. I didn't know you legit bought it. Okay, so you could charge me for that dollar. Jimmy, thank you. Thank you, Jimmy. Thank for this, you. Thank for this you. That, movie. Was, that was what I was looking for. Um, but the, back to where, what we were talking about, mm-hmm. the review. The person who wrote that review clearly didn't understand the movie. 
And I don't think a lot of people did because that was a lot are, of reviews. It also this, depends. There's no bad guy, good guy in these movie. In this movie, no one had at all has said that Frances McDormand's character or Sam Rockwell's character were inherently good people. Mm-hmm. Like whoever goes into a movie just thinking that, especially this type of movie and how it plays out, it's just like you are not going in with an open mind and you're looking for a black and white good versus evil movie but also like no it, that's why i think this one i i I've, i never realized until i saw this and then i i like like back to back sort of watch banshees video sheer another one in martin mcdonough's movies they feel so real because it's not so cookie like no one's perfect nope. everyone has a little bad everyone has a little good also so like what nothing's ever wrapped nicely in a little little well, that bow. too and like the, the yeah all cases aren't solved and all sometimes you don't get that that great sense of relief and, and also so, you you kind of get you kind of get both of the the characters coming to terms with what they've done what's happened and they're like you know what we not might we might not get revenge not revenge we might not get justice for your daughter but we can get justice for someone else and i can see francis mcdormand because she you know blew up a police station and did all that stuff so she broke Tyrion lannister's heart yeah and uh um sam rockwell was just racist well, he and was, yeah they, he was idiot a, he was a terrible so person that kind of became them. good and she was she had so much darkness that but like they kind of found a middle ground and it actually in a weird but she wasn't way, she was she wasn't a good person to begin with because like her, when her one friend got arrested she literally was like oh so sorry yeah she didn't she care. literally didn't care when did some, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. When her yeah. friend got arrested for like having like a joint, and then well, they she, did that on purpose. Yeah. Yes, I know, but she wasn't like, okay, no, yeah. okay, I'll stop. I'll take the billboards down. She's like, I'll add another three months to these billboards. Thank you very much. Also, by the way, Caleb Landry Jones is really good in this too. That's the man from Get Out. Yes, it is. That we've That's been trying the to explain from to you. X Men. Oh no, 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 no! I'm not talking about him. Who are you talking about that put up the billboard? The actual man that put up the billboard? Yes. Oh. The one who goes to his house, he's like, they always have to make a double. Oh. Jimmy, this is That's Caleb. No. Who I'm talking he's about. Talking about the, no, he's talking about the actual guy I who put up the billboard. I'm talking about an African-American actor. Who's in that one scene? Yeah. He's in two scenes, and I've seen him in a lot of things. Jimmy, I'm going to kill you. This is... Okay. <laughs> Hold on. I'm going to find who it is. This is quite atrocious at the moment. Oh, he was in Judas and the Black Messiah. Can you please tell me the actor's name? Oh. You just keep calling him. Daryl Britt Gibson. Okay. And Daryl, you did a great job. I was going to say, we're talking about him because you thought he was really good? Is that what this started? No, because we said it had like a a big cast of people. Oh, oh. He was not in Atlanta. Okay. Okay, so like everything you said was wrong. Anyway, (laughs) Kelly, I'm sorry, were you saying something? I will have, okay, so back to the movie. I will have to say that I watching this a second time around, I did grow a greater appreciation for Frances McDormand, mm-hmm. especially after watching her in Nomadland. Mm-hmm. I just kind of realized how like good she is. how good. <laughs> no, like I always knew she was good, but how grounded and realistic she makes her yeah. character. She's like she makes you actually believe that she 
is this character well that's why like 100 percent. like it's not like it's not like oh i know that she's acting even though she's acting great yeah. it's like no she's this fucking woman she's this woman who lost her daughter who's like putting up these billboards like that's who she is well that's why like everyone, i think anyone who says they thought it was because there's reviews that said like this the headline like this is the title the characters are too unrealistic and cartoonish to to take this movie seriously and that's the main problem i'm like no i think you're hating this and it seems it doesn't seem real to you because it's so real like you're not even like you're expecting movie real this is like real like the like you hate her but you also feel for her. like you there's just mixed emotions for like this one person that is a made-up person like that's crazy and and the same with dixon but like, you hate him and at the end you're like wanting him to like like when he gets beat up to try to like you before you realize like he's scratching for a reason like you're like no get up like kill the guy like you, you know what i mean like there's it it's like weirdly like there's like stakes to it for people you have no idea who they are you want like a full reformation of him to be mm -hmm. like a good guy and it's just like that's not what that's not real mm -hmm. like this isn't a sci-fi fantasy movie there's no fantastical element at all this isn't a rom-com this is a movie about like life and unfortunate unfortunate things that happen in it yeah which is why I think I appreciate it the second time watching it because you like no one's gonna change their life in like a fucking week. Yeah, you can you kind of like appreciate like those aspects where you're like, wow, like they actually did this really well. like the acting's incredible in this and, and all that stuff. And in the one or two flashbacks you did see, she still it wasn't like there was a drastic change yeah. after her daughter died. You you can tell like you you had like these she moments. She still literally of both. told her daughter. She goes, "What I if hope I you get raped? Yeah. What if I yeah. what if I'm walking home and I get raped and killed? She goes, "Good. I hope you get raped." But then it shows. The but then it shows like her trying to deal with that and being like like almost like trying to grow and showing the good and bad of people. And people like people are like that's unrealistic. And it's like in the heat of a moment, people say the dumbest shit when mm -hmm. they get in fights with people. Yeah. Like. You know, like, I, it's not like I've never, my mother has never said that to me, <laughs> but she has said like, well, I hope when, I hope when you go outside, she's like, you don't fall off your fucking bike running away, Kelly. And mm -hmm. I'm like, fine. And it's like, yeah, like I've probably fallen off my bike because yeah. I was doing a bad job. But it's like things like that. Like you say the dumbest shit to people mm -hmm. like, oh, like, so it's like, it's not like it's unheard of that wouldn't happen. Like you're fighting with your daughter, you're super stressed and she was like high and drunk or something like that. And then, but then you have the moment, then you have the moment where like, um, she's at dinner with Peter Dinklage and she just goes up to her, his ex, her ex husband and Samara weaving and just says like, she's like, obviously something's not working for me. Have a nice night. Enjoy your life. Like is she, but she like has these like multifaceted layers, which I thought was great. And she almost didn't play this role. I know because she thought I'm too old to have a daughter that age. And her husband's like, Fuck it. Does it really matter? It made... Okay, so literally I read this and it was like she... she um, Martin McDonough always had her in mind and like she... And he wrote like... Um, what's his name? Sam Rockwell specifically but like for McDormand they get... Well, I guess they went to her and she was like no, I can be her grandmother. I'm like... First of all, she, they would be, it would be too obvious. They How would, old is Frances McDormand? I, they, they, I don't remember what it was but there was like an age difference where she thought she could be her, her grandmother instead of her mother but I'm like she said it would be too distracting. Not once did I ever think that. Did the, you? There's also no way you could think that yeah. because Catherine Newton's in literally one scene. Yeah. I mean, you have Lucas Hedges, who is in a bigger part of that, but she had children later in life. But also, she's such a strong performer that she just, it, it's not even a question to believe it. I mean, look, look uh, Hillary Swank is in her 50s and she's pregnant. 
Yeah, I, I'm not saying I wasn't questioning that. I'm so, just saying like <laughs> I wasn't like you don't have to defend that part about it, but like whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> also, as you said, like with Nomadland and stuff, I'm looking at this list of when she won for Nomadland. She's not. She was not the best. There were three other performances that were better than her. Well, I know you in, like Carrie Mulligan, my, but excuse me, I was going to say Viola Davis and Vanessa Kirby. I thought oh. I thought Viola Davis was going to win that, but for what? Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. Oh. For some reason, I, kept, I was thinking of Widows, but I just actually did the age difference, and no, she wasn't. Like Catherine was nineteen, and um, Francis McDormand. Francis McDormand, like the age like was like she yeah, so it was been high, she was, was, like... was fifty nine when she filmed it, and then she was like nineteen. But like it's like you don't look that old either. So, but it's, it's also like, like she, I think she just sold the character that like I never once thought like that's a weird age difference. Well, it's also like she's a worn down mother. Yeah. Like, you know, just really quick before we move on, Jimmy, I had to tell you this because I don't know if you saw it. Do you know what the font was for the billboards? Was it Times New Roman? No, because I had a thing because I wanted to tell you. Was it Chiller? No, because I had I had it specifically because I know you're very big on the billboards for this movie. Very po- Well, you, I mean, they are in the title. And they Helvetica? No, it is Impact. Interesting. That's Impact. how I'll be typing all of my... Um, Essays from now on. They tried a lot of different ones. For <laughs> what essays for what? Yourself? For myself when I need to write an essay. Whenever you tweet. His thesis <laughs> his thesis about three billboards. When I'm doing, when I'm getting my doctorate and I have to present my thesis to myself because I am not really getting a doctorate, <laughs> but I am just lost my mind, it will be in what was it called? Impact. 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 And that's the first thing that you'll be you'll say like for your opening this opening your presentation. Impact. Just to be clear. <laughs> This entire Actually, thesis was written in the font I'm sorry. of impact. No, no, I'm sorry. It will not be a, an essay. It will be a PowerPoint. And each slide will be giant red slide backgrounds with just like less than a sentence on each. So it looks like the billboards from three billboards. So, but in just three pages? No, it'll be a lot more billboards. Now, let me tell you, that would be it's a like, good thesis. Hey, look. Have a thesis on three pieces of paper that which is a few sentences. Boom. Like when they ask the question, why? You just go, why not? And they're like, yeah. And then they're like, why am I reading this? And it's like, did you read all the words? It's like, yeah, because guess what? It's impact. And then then to make my (laughs) big finale, I just say the real three billboard words. And they're like, and everyone says, please leave. Who's everyone that you're presenting this to? The board. (laughs) The board of things. (laughs) Don't forget, this is all also in my head because I have lost my mind. Mm. So... They so when you start when you start uh, writing your thesis, this we know. This could be in the middle of Times Square, we, and I'm just screaming. It's when in you, front of the red stairs, the big stairs. You yeah. know you lost your... We know you're going in decline when you start talking about your thesis for three billboards. Okay. When I start talking about my doctorate thesis, yes. <laughs> okay, wait, I had, to, I had to ask. I don't know if we talked about it, but were you upset, though, that the killer was never identified? Did that bother you? Did you like? Were you hoping for it? The first time, yes. No, because I feel like that's part of the the journey you go on with Francis McDormand and Sam Rockwell. I agree with because you. Because yeah. you think Sam Rockwell who's like, oh my god, I did it. I, I caught the killer. I, I made up for uh, Willoughby not being able to find him. I, I, I'm, I'm making it up to this woman who who we have not been able to help find this person. And then he's like, I did it. I did it. I did it. And then they're like, yeah, no. You didn't do it. He's done some other stuff. But he was not in the country during this time. Both times, I, w- I was hoping to see it. But I, but then the second time, I understood it more why they don't do it. I, it makes more sense to not have it. Didn't remember, though, Willoughby killing himself. 
Yeah, I do. Yeah, I did not remember that, and I was like, "Oh my!" I remember. Yeah, that was a, that was a he he. I I Woody Harrelson. I feel like doesn't take a lot of serious roles, and like this one was a very nuanced one. Where I I thought there was like a really he good one for take him. A lot of serious roles. I don't know. The only the one movie right now I can think of is like his most serious film of all time. Which one? The Messenger. That's the only movie I can think oh. of. Oh, right what about Natural Born Killers? Yeah, that too. Uh, okay, then off the top of my head, I wasn't thinking when I was watching this movie. I, I was thinking so more comedy stuff that he does. I remembered it because the scene where he um, spits up blood on Frances McDormand. Uh, I still remember when I watched the shock it. on her face. Yeah, and that I was s- true. That was just... I wonder if they told her that he was going to do well, that. Well, no, I love that scene because like you, she literally was like... He was like, I'm so telling you, he's like, no, like, we're going to get had, you help. Like, yeah, the, the first time I saw that, that was just like the biggest scene that I always remember because like... Her acting in it and him just being like, "I'm so sorry," and it's like they're ha- like they're supposed to be. They make them to be like adversaries. Adversaries. Uh, but, see, but she's like, "No, no, no!" Like, bitch. Like, she said, "Like, baby, we'll get like she, let me get you help." She, I yeah. never like, it's okay, it's okay. thought of them as adversaries. Well, the movie wants you as the general audience to see them as against yes, one. But another. I always thought like they always had this like understanding with each other, and I think that the billboards were more meant to bring her daughters trying to get that case back up because he like like everyone thought that he had killed himself because of the the billboards and he like in her letter was like i paid trust for, me. i paid for half of them he goes yeah i paid for yeah. to stay out for the next year so yeah. i have something to say everyone because well, she said she's he said i want to fuck with you they're all gonna think yeah you, like the yeah. two of them had like a very weird dynamic which i really liked and i thought that that that, like I never really thought they were supposed to be adversaries. Like I saw what the movie was trying to do, but I never thought of them as adversaries. I always thought of it as like a cat and mouse game, with with him trying to fuck with her and her trying to be like, "Where's my daughter's killer?" Which sounds weird, but yeah, <laughs> no, I was like, I'm, I'm not same, sure about the cat and I, mouse part. I don't think they like each other, but they have understanding. I have back and forth situation. Like it's almost like a cop who like. Keeps like I guess arresting someone, but they have this back and forth situation. Like for me, the first time I saw it, I understood it a lot better. The second time, the first like watching it the second time, I see more that Woody Harrelson's character is like, I know that you're not trying to hurt me. Yeah, I know you're not trying to hurt me. It's just like it's like kind of like I related to my job where it's like I'm not trying to hurt you Mm -hmm. or not help you with your case. It's just I'm trying to let you know how these things work yeah. like this is the process if it doesn't yield results it's like there's not much more we can do but mm-hmm. it's not that we're not trying so that's why it's like i the second time around i was just like i could see more of him being like that's why he's like let her go let her go like whatever like let her do whatever she wants mm-hmm. and like everyone else is like mad but like but him being like let her go it's just because he's like She's not trying to hurt me. And that's what everyone else in the town is missing. But I did want to ask, though, when he's like, I'm going to fuck with you. Did that make you guys angry because of how the town reacted to her? Like after he died? Yeah. I know because I thought that's he knew what he was. doing. I thought it was funny because she's been kind of like fucking with him. I know that I was annoyed both times only because it's like I get the town. But when his wife confronted her. Mm -hmm. Like, for him not to tell his wife what he did? No, I think he, he did. did, because I don't think she was mad at her. I think she was. I think she was not for the him dying. I don't think she blamed... She did not blame him for his death. For the billboards. 
for the billboard. She blamed him for the bill. Yeah. She probably blamed because like the stress that was like he was under. Well, she said that the billboards like were like thank you. Like she was mad about her putting up the billboard. Yeah, she said she said, I know he didn't kill himself because of you. But she was, there was still an intense amount of animosity towards her. But that was also, you know, he had killed himself like 12 hours before. So she was still trying to figure out what to Understood, do. Understood, but it's but also. I, yeah, I don't think, I, I, I don't think, I, I think. I think that a couple he, years wait, wait, down the he, road, she would, she would, they'll be friends. Okay, Sequel. now you're being stupid. Six billboards. But now what I'm saying is that he, if he had told her like, I understand this woman's pain. Like I'm paying for the billboards to still be up there even though I'm dead. Like, I feel like it. She still would have been in the only grief. Thing is like, do we know that that wasn't in her letter? I the way she acted, there we, he, he definitely her, we didn't. Read her letter. No, I she know, said I didn't. She yeah, but the wife didn't read. Oh the letter. no, that's why I thought you meant the wife. I'm like we heard. I know. The wife's I'm saying letter. like you didn't hear the whole thing though. So that's why I, I know like you. If you're, I don't know. My thing was I understand why people would be angry, but it's like you. It's I think like it's like that at that point a lot of the layers were peeled back, so like you understand like a lot of the real emotions behind the people, even though if the town didn't know. Well, it's that also just like for him as the chief. Like, you understand what's happening. Like, people are trying to attack her. Like, her dentist tried to, like, fucking yeah. rip her t- her teeth out. And yeah. it's like, you don't think, like, as, like, and this is just me being, like, someone for justice being, like, you don't think that it, to just release a statement being, like, this is a woman grieving. But, like, uh, relax. But what, what do you mean? Because with the dentist part, that was before he died. No, but in general, like, he didn't, like, calm the town down about the entire situation. Like, he was unbothered by it because he understood what was... He understood, like, I'm it's not that I'm not trying and that she's grieving. But it's, like, to just continue to allow the town to treat her this way. But I think he he was doing that in his actions of always letting her go. Like, he was always, like, very... Yeah, but it's like she wouldn't have to do that stuff if people in the town weren't so adversarial against her. I got the vibes that this is, like... He's tried. The town wouldn't move on, so he would th- he would do whatever little things he could to help her, and that's why, like, instead of just releasing a statement saying, "Guys, she's going through something. I'm not mad at her, so you guys shouldn't be mad at her." He never once said that in this entire movie. I yes. got it. I got it. I got it. Where it was like he can do that to her all she wants, but it's like she wouldn't be in half those situations if he had said something. I got the vibe that like that's been said before. I don't get that vibe. I, I, uh, so did I. I do not get that vibe because I didn't see him do it at all. Because they also weren't doing that to her until after the billboards. No, because no, because the the then the, oh, the den- no, nope. oh, I think it went after he died. But after she put the billboards up, everyone got even more mad, and then they got even madder when they found out that he had cancer and shit. Because you can tell that he didn't like the town people either. Like, is he calling it the fat fucking dentist and blah, blah, blah. Like, he, I think, yeah, but they don't know that because they're all standing up for him. No, but to, to me, it's like he's tried. That was the vibe I got. He tried. And like that, like he was just like, you know what? Fuck this town. Like, I'm this is my job now. And if you don't want to listen to me, I've tried to tell you. I'm just going to try to help her in every little thing I could. I don't be- I don't believe that at all, because if they're under the impression that he's their friend and he's like, oh, yeah, he's over. It's like if he they're under the person that he's a friend and they're just like and he actually was like. Hey, like, quit it. Like, if I'm not bothered by it, like, you see me letting her go. If I'm not bothered by it, why are you bothered by it? That I don't see, I I don't see that he's tried that. Oh, I kind of saw that. And I saw it with, like, uh, Dixon a lot, too. What? Just, like, saying, like, I'm not bothered, you shouldn't be bothered. No, well, like, with Dixon, he's, like, 
I just I don't believe it and that's why I'm just like he should have said something. But again, like we're not talking about like like it's a movie. So yeah. like, obviously like there's stuff that's not going to be. And that's like part of the movie where it's like everything doesn't feel satisfied. There's mm-hmm. no satisfactory ending for any of it. For any of the characters. But at the same time there is a weirdly cathartic twisted cathartic happy ending for like the two of them. Like they got some sort of Closer. Well, they've forgiven each, not forgiven, closure. but they've, yeah, they've gotten the closure with each other. So it's just like, fuck. And, almost, and potentially maybe killing this man might help do that for them as well. And they both were like, are we sure about this? No. But like, they're now almost like friends. It was, it was like weird, but like, it made sense. And I was like, oh, okay. It's a Maggie and Negan situation. Yeah. If you got anyone watches The Walking Dead. But another uh, one, but before you move on to the, before we push this along, I want. I did you. A lot of the reviews I saw was this was a wannabe Coen brother movie. I don't. I've never seen a lot of Coen brother movie. I know you have, Jimmy. Have you? Mm-hmm. I've seen my fair share. They're not so, my favorite. So, so because I've only seen very few, and I didn't get a Coen's brother vibe to this. But like everyone was like, this is like why even trying to imitate it? It's ridiculous. Coen brothers. What? They who thinks that this is a Coen brother type movie? I don't even see that. I see like small town because I feel like a lot of their stuff is very small townish. A lot of reviews said like that they tried to do to do what Coen brothers do and they failed. And I was like, I, I actually his Martin McDonough movies better than um the Coen brothers. But so you don't get that at all, Jimmy? No. Okay, because I I was curious. I'm like maybe someone does. I'm like I never I would never put two and two together. But a lot of the reviews were, um. Were there, any, Jimmy, were there any fun reviews you, that you saw? I'm looking up right now. Well, while you look, I this is the one I found that I wanted to save till the well, end. Well, this does have... Yeah, just, well, I'll tell you exactly what the review is on Letterboxd. So can I say mine? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. So the title is Phoniest Movie of 2017. This person, I think, lives in Missouri. First, there is no such place as Ebbing, Missouri. Second, <laughs> every outdoor shot shows rolling mountains and foothills. Missouri is nearly as flat as Kansas. The highest point is the entire state. The highest point of the entire state is only 1,600 feet. Nobody outside of the metro area of St. Louis and Kansas City pronounces it Missouri. In areas like those depicting as Ebbing, it's pronounced Missouri. State state political figures on stump uh, on on political I guess like campaigns even change their pronunciations depending on how urban or rural. The audience is obviously not a single person associated with this film has ever set foot in Missouri. And then to close it out, he says, and why does Francis McDormand wear the same trucking doc, the same fucking doc jumpsuit in almost every scene? So he wasn't a fan. Did you find your Jim? (laughs) He was very, I think he's from Missouri. (laughs) I'm pretty sure. (laughs) Well, it's like, it's not like a movie about Missouri. Yeah, I know. It just happens to be a a fake town. A lot of people said like, wow, you put Missouri in a bad light. I'm like. What? It's not even a real town. First, it's not trying to put Missouri in any light. Second, <laughs> it's like an interesting story, actually, about like like just normal people. This is what happened. People from Missouri thought this was a movie about Missouri, and they went it's to a, go see it. And it they were about, sadly mistaken at the, what they saw. It's the biopic about Missouri. <laughs> okay, so the first, the highest rated five-star review of three billboards outside of Missouri is, yeah, fuck the cops. That's it. And the lowest was boring piece of shit. Watch in Bruges instead or fucking SpongeBob for all I care. Damn. Or from Benjamin. Trash. (laughs) (laughs) Was this your favorite? um, Did we already say this? this Is your favorite uh, Martin McDonough movie? 
Yes. It is? This is the, uh, out of the two I've seen, it's my top one. Um, okay. Are oh, we, here's another good one from Betty A. Okay. Half a star. Fucking awful. Would never watch again. Just no. Looks nice, though. She would get. She would have the same uh, thing as the guy who was like, "How dare I buy this on uh, 4K? I should have just rented it." You should have, my friend. Um, are we ready? I think mo- that is so funny. That, I, I saw that at the end. I'm like, no matter what, I have to just clip that little line and tell everyone because I'm like, that is an amazing line. Like, who? I never seen a movie. I'm gonna buy the 4K version. <laughs> it's also just like, like I almost never buy physical movies anymore. Mm-hmm. It's like of all the ones you just go to, you went and walked through the aisle. It's like. Let me pick three billboards outside Ebbing, Missouri. Okay. Okay. I mean, I'm with you, guy. It's a good movie. So you just didn't feel the same way as I did. Um, We ready to move on? Yes. Okay. Jimmy? Yeah. Okay. Oh, it also had four stars from Letterboxd. I don't think I said that. Okay. Did I? I don't remember. No. We're moving on to Win, Lose. (laughs) Win, Lose, Drink. Here is your buzzer, Kelly. Thanks. Here's your buzzer, Jimmy. Three questions. Each have multiple choice. I'll read it. Whoever buzzes first gets to guess. If you get it right, you get the point. Whoever wins gets to try. Today's week. Today's is Kinky Pink. Kinky Pink, everyone. What was last week's? Kinky Green. Green. This is a naughty fusion of mango, passion fruit, and blood orange. I thought it was to say and blood. <laughs> if the creators of Kinkies for some reason listen to this, sponsor us. Can I tell you, like, I think, like, I feel like for this game, we should just buy a bunch of the different colors, and then that's the one we're drinking. <laughs> Which kinky are we drinking today? Pink? <laughs> I still have a few colors left, so, for next week. Number one, Chief Willoughby died how? A, having pancreatic cancer. B, dying in the police station fire. C, killing himself. Go. <laughs> Who has? Kelly. Okay. Uh, the shooting in the head one. Yes, killing himself. Um, Number two. What animal came to Mildred while she was at the billboards? A, a deer. B, a rabbit. Or C, a bird. Go. What? I didn't say go. Oh, you know what? <laughs> Fuck you. A deer. <laughs> Correct. A deer. <laughs> as soon as you did it and I did it after, I was like, he didn't say go. <laughs> Number three. The sequence where Dixon assaults Red Willoughby and throws him out the window was done in one continuous take. According to the director, they filmed the scene five different times. Which take was used for the final film? A, one, take one. B, take four. Or C, take five. Go. Take five. Incorrect. Kelly, chance to steal. Take one. Incorrect. Jimmy, chance to steal. Take four. There's only one answer left. Oh, I was like, that's not really fair. I I thought for a second you said the same one over again. Oh, Jimmy, I'm so sorry. You have the pleasure of t- drinking the prize. Kinky pink. Enjoy your kinky pink. Your kinky pinky. It tastes like a soju. Describe it to everyone. Oh, it's tart. It's heart? Tart. Heart. Oh. I was like, it's it the tastes color like of a it's heart. heart. <laughs> My <laughs> heart is pink. kinky. <laughs> oh, be careful how it's you're tipping the passion that. fruit. It seems painful for you. Are you okay? It's sweet, right? It's too sweet it's for like him. It's like I'm drinking pure alcoholic sugar. Did you want to stop? You, it seems... It seems. He doesn't seem to enjoy it as no, much as no, I did. No, but like, look. He's like, I'm in pain. Well, it is supposed to be a punishment. I will say, though, but both of you have... <laughs> oh, this tastes horrible. 
Both of you have continued to drink it though, so it must be there must it's be some that bad. Well, there, the green one wasn't. There must be some she sort of likes, thing, but she likes that like, brings you back to it. I think she's like made up partially of like Skittles and Jolly Ranchers. So very true. That is like very her. true. Okay, well I'm gonna. We're What's gonna funny move on. is that like I love Skittles and Jolly Ranchers, but I hate. I really do actually hate like super super sweet stuff. We're moving on to MVP, LVP, most valuable player, least valuable player. Jimmy, what is your most valuable player for three billboards? I'm gonna say something stupid. The billboards. <laughs> Okay, the billboard. It's not stupid. Kelly? Francis McDormand. I'll go with the acting as a whole. Um, Jimmy, your least valuable player, your LVP. Oh, that's a contradiction to mine then, but go. What am I about to say? If you say the billboard. No, I'm not. Okay. He's going to say something about acting. You know what? Mm-hmm. You know what? <laughs> you can't. That's no, I, as, I, no I, as I said it, I was like, well, fuck. Do you want to retract it? Yeah. I'll, I'll say. I will allow I'll this say retraction once. Francis McDormand and Sam Rockwell. Like there's the, the leads, the leads. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to have to say Lucas Hedges, Lucas Hedges. Okay. Who's boring. Uh, LVP for you, Kelly. Least value player. What is it? Like, I can't, I can't even really think of a least valuable player, to be honest. I mean, you can say like a character, you can say an actor. You can no, say, I know. I mean, but cause I like the movie you can so say much. That how unrealistic it is. Cause Missouri is not yeah. like that. You can just spite Jimmy and say the billboards. I guess you know what I'll say the fire extinguisher because it it didn't put out all the fire. <laughs> well, it put out as much as it could. Well, you know what? She should have called nine one one, like they said. I don't think they would. Yeah, came. but the issue was <laughs> the police started. Also, the fire. like how close? No, how close did they live I near the billboards? The no, the ex husband started the fire. Ex husband. That was the whole fire. thing. Yeah, I missed that completely. And then the she fell bad because she almost killed Sam Rockwell. <laughs> yeah. To be clear, though. How close did they live to the billboards? Because he came back very quickly they li- with that you, second one. Did you ever see when they're at their house, you see the billboards in the background? No. Yeah. yeah. That, that street was like, that led to the She driveway. looks out her window and Whoopsies. just looks at the billboards. Yeah. I actually, I actually like that. I like that aspect. Like you saw the billboards every time they were at their house. Like on the swing, you saw the billboards. And then you saw it when they all charred at the end. Um, my LVP was Abby Cornish. I didn't like her at all. I think she got nominated for her acting in this though. Not what well, for what? Like supporting. Well, acting? I mean, mm-hmm. Oscar? No, no, no. Like oh, a Golden Globe or something. Oh, really? I didn't like how she had a British oh. accent. Yeah, I, I, was t- I was like, did she have one? I couldn't tell. As Excuse soon as you me. said that, I was like, I was about to say, no, least valuable player, Abby Cornish's accent. She is Australian. But I'm not sure what she was doing, though. Yeah, just try to be, try to be like, Southern, don't like try. Like, what, she but had I a, heard Southern, and then oh, all of a sudden you? it went British, and then is she Australian. One of those, is she one mm. of those uh, foreign people who can't do a Southern English or a Southern accent? Like Hermione Granger. No, not Hermione Granger, Emma Watson. Yes. Hermione Granger can't speak Southern. <laughs> We've come to our final stop. I will give this movie a nine. I'll give it a nine. I was going to give it a nine. <gasps> Hold on. It's a nine. Oh my God. And the IMDb rating was 8.1. So we are above. So actually, it's funny. We all we all said it should be lower, but it would actually be much higher. It'd actually be in the top 10 if we were rating it. I think, I guess I have to retract that it should be in the 200s. I guess it is fine where it is. Like for me after talking See, about I, it. See, I was like, it's, it's just at the right spot. It's just at the perfect one. What was it? 157? 167. 167. 165. 165. It is just it's perfectly at 165. I, I think that it's fine where it is. Anyone listening to this who hasn't seen the movie in a while and is just listening, thank you so much, first of all. But also, go rewatch this movie because I feel like it 
adds so much more appreciation. Like it, it gets so much better. And that's not all movies. Sometimes it's the opposite. So, yeah, I mean, and it's if it's still on sale on iTunes, it's only like five bucks. Or just well, hit us up and we'll give you our password to our Please, iTunes. No, um, Jimmy, do you have your three clues to close us out today? <laughs> no, but I can make some. <laughs> okay, it is an animated film. Okay, is it British? No. Okay. You trying to throw the scent off? Yes. Okay. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, it is a film by Hayao Miyazaki. Okay. And it is, from what I've seen so far, surprisingly graphic for an animated film. Ugh, it could be a million things with those three. With but those I mean, three. he doesn't have that many movies, does he? Hayao Miyazaki has a shit. Oh, I thought it was like only like a certain amount. Oh, I'm thinking of something. Okay. I think you're thinking of uh, the director of Shrek. <laughs> <laughs> no. I'm thinking of the studio that I was thinking of. That studio they Ghibli? Have, yeah, they have a certain amount. Oh. That's why I'm like, oh, he doesn't have that. So like they can whittle it down. But anyway, find out what we're talking about when you listen to our next episode. Um, we will see you later. Goodbye. Bye-bye. Bye. Thanks so much for listening. You can hear us anywhere you listen to podcasts, and we want to hear what you think, so leave us a review. Give us some likes on social media at Pop Review. Click around www.poppoorreview.com. Become a member of our Patreon page, patreon.com backslash review for exclusive content and drink recipes. And one last thing before you go, make sure to check out the Titan Media Collective and Titan Cast Network. Enjoy the rest of your Movie Monday. That was a Titan cast episode.